is going on, everybody? Welcome to today's news tonight, and happy Friday. After E3, <laughs> it feels like I need this really badly. Uh, I'm your host for this episode, the 99th episode of TNT. End of an era, Ooh. almost. Uh, I'm joined, mm-hmm. as always, by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Ash Paulson in the upper left, Derek Bittner in the upper right. And you may be thinking, Steve, where's the guest? He's in the thumbnail. <laughs> I'm glad to inform you that we are, in fact, joined by Shadow Rock ZX, a Mega Man YouTuber who I bet you can guess who he knows on this panel of three. Um, no, but, uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is he is a good friend of not just Ash but of GVG as well, and uh, he he is not on camera today, uh, so he will be our substitute voice of God. Uh, Shadow Rock, how's it going, man? Hello, I come for you from the shadows because. I'm not on camera. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> Anyone not on camera? If Brandon wasn't God, I always figured it was a Mega Man. It's like, God figures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shadow, I, I wanted so badly. Like, I've been wanting to have you on forever, and I kept waiting for the right time with some big Mega Man news. But that news still hasn't come. And I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We got Castlevania today. We got uh, Metroid today. And that's those two are the next best things to Mega Man news. So I figured, you know what? Let's get you on the show already, man. Thank you. Uh, similarly, I wanted to be on for a Mega Man segment, but I was uh, didn't want to impose or anything like that. <laughs> oh no, man! We, I've been wanting to have you no on worries. for a while, so I'm just it's, we're glad to have you here now, man. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. never never an imposition. Uh, you're always welcome on the show. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, we Capcom let E3 come and go without any mention of the Blue Bomber whatsoever. I mean, the most E3 coverage <laughs> Mega Man got was yeah. wearing the helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. brought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I did warn people not to get their expectations set too high. You know, Capcom did say from the beginning, here's what we're showing. It's all games you know about. So I Exactly, exactly. That's okay. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent knew they were going to announce anything. They said straight up, you know, we're gonna do Monster Hunter, we're gonna do Resident Evil and Ace Attorney, which I'm glad they uh gave Ace Attorney some love. I love the Ace Attorney series. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't expect anything beyond that and yeah, that's that's exactly what we got. I can't even be mad about it. I mean, right. I was kinda hoping for the one more thing, kind of like what we got with Square Enix, but Same, same. Yeah. Whenever I think about Mega Man news not being announced, for me, it's like I always think about that scene with Angela in Silent Hill 2, everything on fire around her and her saying, for me, it's always like this. And I think any Mega Man <laughs> fan knows it's always like that. I mean, I think there's a few fandoms that feel, know that feeling quite well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. For sure. I, I just, uh, you know, I feel like the smart move for Capcom, uh, since we are, you know, uh, with a the two biggest Mega Man fans I know. Uh, I think the smart move for Capcom would have been to just skip E3. I, I really think that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did do the right thing and they set expectations correctly. They let people know, here's exactly what we got. You're not getting anything else. So tune in or don't. And everybody, of course, tuned in just thinking like, well, maybe they're lying. It is E3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I will be the first to admit, while putting on a brave face for our audience, I was thinking, come on, just something. Throw us a bone here, Capcom. I, mean, I, do, <laughs> I do like that Ace Attorney fans got a little fed. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. oh my God. They, uh, they spoiled Case 2 of Grey Ace Attorney. I was like, why? I, I mean, I've made it a point to barely pay attention to that, and I honestly forgot a lot already, so thank God. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. been, uh, my head's yeah. been kind of full of Zelda for the last few days, so that, that's helped a lot with that whole mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> spoiler thing. But they did warn you. They did warn people. Right. 
And, yeah. and I, I was going to say, like, as, as disappointing as that was with Capcom Showcase, you know what they didn't do? They didn't announce legacy remasters of one of their biggest franchises only for mobile and Steam. Uh, they didn't yeah. do that. So for me, Square Enix <laughs> still ranks lower. We're bringing, uh, you, we're bringing you the Battle Network Capcom. games on mobile, yeah. on mobile. On mobile and Steam, right? Same yeah. exact concept. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, though, I mean, there, there was one misstep more egregious than uh, releasing remakes of highly acclaimed games on two platforms nobody wants them on and that's releasing a demo that just doesn't work <laughs> so that speaking of which also, let's, yeah. uh, nice let's go ahead and talk about that demo and as y'all know i'm talking about chaos Final Fantasy, <laughs> Final Fantasy Origin was so damn chaotic that you couldn't even play it for the first day after after the demo released uh but uh, Square Enix is trying to make amends. Uh, they announced today that they've extended the trial period for the Final Fantasy Origin uh, Stranger of Paradise demo uh, until June 26th. Uh, or, I'm sorry, you have until... Yes, June 26th to <laughs> defeat Chaos and July 2nd to send in feedback. So, um, have any of you played the demo yet? I have, I have not. I have not had the chance. Oh, what'd you think? Uh, I really like the combat system. It's very fast-paced. I liked how you counter to increase your MP, and you have like all these different attacks to do. I almost could say it might have been too fast-paced for me because I could not beat the boss at the end, and I was on normal mode. It was just uh, a lot for me to wow. take in at once. Yeah. Okay. So it gets hard. <laughs> I played a bit of the demo. I played the tutorial, and I played into like the the actual first combat area a bit i don't know how long the demo goes um but man did i i came away deeply unimpressed uh Mm. i think the combat is fine it's nothing special it doesn't feel particularly satisfying or or i mean it feels button mashy is what it feels like when you're facing low level normal enemies it feels like you can just whack r1 a bunch and then hit circle and and you've killed a guy um but visually, for a PlayStation 5 exclusive demo, this game's ugly. I mean, it is yeah. it is nothing to write home it's pretty, about. It's pretty dull. Yeah, That's kind of I mean, the, the impression I got when I saw it during Square Enix's presentation. Like, nothing I saw of this game during that presentation got me excited. Yeah. And I was hoping maybe I'd feel differently about the demo, but it sounds like I won't. I'm still going to check it out. I'm not going to ignore yeah. it. I'm gonna yeah, play I, it I absolutely it, recommend but... everyone try it. I, yeah. I, I wanted to stream it, but it was broken. And then by the time I was, I was free, you know, it was available. Um, I had other crap to do. <laughs> There's a I, lot of other stuff to I, get done. I definitely recommend it. I think it's worth talking about. Uh, the thing I noticed, though, right away, um, you know, and, and it's particularly egregious coming off of the last PS5 game I played being Ratchet and Clank. But I, I played <laughs> uh, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, wow, like this, you know, the visuals look decidedly last gen, in my opinion. It looks like they maybe the issue why it didn't work is that they uploaded the PlayStation 4 version of the demo or something. And then they're just like, crap, we have to reconvert it to a PS5 binary because it looks like mm. it was not designed for PS5 at all. Um, it even is weird that it is PS5 mode. exclusive. It like, is this... weird because it takes yeah. zero advantage of the system. No haptics, nothing interesting going on with the dual sense. That is true. Visuals are, are muted and dull and, and very PS4-ish in appearance. Um, 
I would say, and and the one thing I I would say the most egregious thing that I noticed about this demo is that it uses like that mid aughts muted color palette that so many games were uh, famous for having. <laughs> it's it's dreary, and I the get that that's filter. an artistic. Yeah, it's got the piss filter. It feels like it's definitely an artistic <laughs> choice, but it, I don't think it's the right one. It, I, I right. mean, looking at this key art they have with all the red all around, what is the name Jack? Like. This reminds me a lot of DMC Dante. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I got that vibe too. I will say, I I will give one positive to the game. You get out of that Abercrombie looking outfit real quick. Like within moments. Hmm. You you can you get you get something that completely changes the main character's visual appearance to be more (laughs) in line with the world he's in within like the first thirty seconds. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, don't know why you did all the key art with this outfit then, but <laughs> more power to me, I guess. Yeah. Um, just to show it's that funny. Thing, like, oh, go ahead, Derek. I was just going to say, it sounds like it's not, it's like based on Final Fantasy 1, but it's not connected to Final Fantasy 1. I think I saw right. something recently come out about that, which is yeah. why then? Do you, I mean, it's cool that you get to fight Garland. Uh, he looks cool. It's awesome. I hear it's a challenging fight, but again, I haven't. Oh, heck yeah, it is. But the fact that he doesn't say anything about knocking any of them down is such a missed opportunity, man. Come on. It's, it's what he does. He knocks you all down. Um, you know, and, and it's funny. People talk about how, like, you know, sometimes they want to see Square Enix rein it in with their character designs and their aesthetics, right? Like, especially Nomura's designs. But then you get these characters, and I'm like, no, I kind of would rather Square keep doing what they do best and going hyper anime, wild mm-hmm. hairstyles, you know, because it's just something they're really specifically good at. And then when you get characters like this, I'm just like... I- you know, though, no appeal to me. I gotta say, um, and I don't want to go too far into. I mean, this isn't really a, a spoiler, but having played Intergrade again, or you know, having played Intergrade over the weekend and spent some time with that, as well as Intermission, and I think I know Ash, you'll know where I'm going because I know you finished Intermission. Yes. But some of the wilder anime ass haircuts that you can see in these games definitely start to look a little weird when you lean closer to the photorealism <laughs> uh, end of things visually sure like some of some of the characters i saw and and i was just reminded of them like cloud you're like okay you know kind of iconic weird yellow goku-ish hair and but you start to get more into the wilder characters in final fantasy 7 and you're like maybe you should have left that on the psp <laughs> or maybe you should have left that back on the ps1 <laughs> right maybe maybe a redesign i'm gonna okay guess here. vice is your uh the target yeah, you're talking about vice and nero <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vice, yeah vice and nero yeah. i was like i didn't miss you guys <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I have not had a chance to play it at all so we'll we'll see maybe i'll take this weekend before i jump into the the metroid stuff, it is we'll it is definitely that. worth i i feel like we are going to have one of the best discussions we've ever had on gvg about intermission oh boy i'm it excited is, oh I'm my excited. god i still need to play that it uh. is it is mind-blowing in terms of just from a lore perspective it will blow uh, your shit out it, completely i promise is, is it easy to access that vice and that new content in within the main game itself uh yes so so it is, you did, have to finish it first though, you beat intermission which I, is just, I have a safe violent it's a I vr mean, mission right mode. yeah it's a vr no, mission I mean, you have to after finish you intermission yeah okay yeah. but intermission is three hours it is it's very short hour. yeah it is very short so you just you can power through intermission in one sitting and then you have the vice content unlocked after that and okay mm-hmm. cool yeah it is it is definitely interesting but there's I mean, 
without going into spoiler territory whatsoever, there's hours of discussion to be had about intermission. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, there, especially the very end. And some we of will stuff probably talk about intermission Woo! longer than it it's takes me. to beat intermission. Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's we'll so it's, much, so much. How long there. is it? It's it's like three hours. Um, yeah, if you're crew it's okay. like three hours. I spent closer to five and a half hours to six because I was yeah, like trying to do everything. That's gonna um, be me. And I still didn't do everything. Mm. Like basically, if you do everything, I'd say it's even a little longer than that, depending on how good you are at Fort Condor. But I took my time, <laughs> explored, and I, I got about five and a half, six hours out of it. But if you crit path it, I think it is like three hours. Yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we could we could talk about that all day. I I don't have a segue for this next one because I honestly don't know anything about this game. But hey, it's coming to Switch and that's exciting. <laughs> and that game <laughs> is Pokemon Unite, the MOBA that I forgot existed until today. Um, I yeah. I mean, forgot about Pokemon it. I, mean, I love MOBA. Uh. <laughs> I knew it existed, but I uh, did not expect it coming to the Switch. That's new. That is encouraging to me. Um, the idea that Pokemon Unite is coming to the Switch before mobile, uh, gives me hopes that the game is not your typical mobile fare, <laughs> is what I guess I could say <laughs> about it. Um, uh, I have zero hype for this, though. And I love Pokemon. I mean, I'm, I'm not a mobile no fan. I think that's the biggest issue is, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the trailer they put out there now. Um, because I haven't seen it yet. I've just been, again, busy. But this is just not my genre. It's so not my genre. <laughs> I favorite. agree. Yeah. They're kind of going for is like that. Is that a uh, Pelipper holding a Pikachu yeah. in its beak, though? That I'm into, if that's what that was. That was pretty funny. But... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've I've watched high level MOBA play, and it just does nothing for me. I'm like, I don't understand mm-hmm. this. This doesn't work for me. I would love to see. Yeah. I'm right there with you you know, a community spring up around this and I might be more interested in watching other people play a Pokemon MOBA because then at least I care about the characters in it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like I've, yeah, I watched I Dota and other I mean... games like that and I'm like, I don't even understand what's so high level about this. I just get that people are playing the game <laughs> real good and there's a lot of money on the line. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. One of my best friends will probably be super into this because he's super into League. He's super into Dota. He just loves MOBAs. I could not care less. And he's asked me, he's like, dude, like, because we'll play Smash together. And he likes Smash too. But he's like, okay, we play Smash. Now you got to <laughs> check this out. And like, I'll show you some high level play. And I just, my eyes glaze over. I'm not <laughs> saying that yeah. high level MOBA players aren't talented. I know they are. It's just, for me, I, think- I don't get, I don't know what to focus on. I find it boring to watch personally. It's just I not th- my thing. I think being able to appreciate high level play comes you have to have at least a baseline understanding of the underlying genre like exactly. i can watch yeah. fighting game high level play even in a fighting game that i don't play and be like okay right. i get how that is hard to do i can watch totally. smash you know <laughs> i suck at smash but i can watch people play smash at a very high level and at least understand the concepts of what they're applying yeah <laughs> but because yeah. mobas just don't work for me i watch them and i'm like they're clicking the mouse things are happening i have no <laughs> clue how this is hard yeah, yeah I, but I also fully understand that if I tried to hop in and play with them, I would get smoked in a heartbeat. Right, um, right. Yeah, there's there's a skill aspect. There. I mean, that was I the just... other. That's the other sort of part of with League of Legends is that you try to get into it. And it's like, no, they're already experts, and it's like you, you're you're just going to get yelled at for not knowing what you're doing. Oh yeah, it's it's like oh, yeah. the yeah. Overwatch problem we discussed a few episodes back. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how I am of competitive games, like. I'm not a very competitive player a lot of the time, so yeah. it does get 
discouraging yeah. when you hop in and everybody's way better than you. I like to play with people on my skill level or, exactly. or more often than not. Yeah, Same. I, I, I mean, find... it's never fun playing with someone I... who's way better than you in anything. Yeah, I find as I've gotten older, though, I've much more leaned into co-op experiences than competitive games. Like, I much (laughs) rather, like, I get a way better feeling off of just playing games with my friends and we're all working together than than trying to Mm. beat the shit out of people. Like, it just, it it doesn't, like, when I was younger, in my teens, my 20s, I definitely was a super competitive gamer. Like I would go to arcades because I'm that old, and I would <laughs> I would play against people. We'd do money matches, stuff like that. I definitely understand that feeling, but it's just something that, as I've aged, uh, has kind of left me a bit. I I just I yeah. no longer I no longer get that thrill out of out of competing and being better than someone at something. Instead, I just enjoy like you know, having a good time, like chilling out with my friends and playing, playing uh mellower games. Like I played no man's sky for like four hours last night with my friends and we were just running <laughs> around getting nice. rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like I, that's why I enjoyed, uh, like I enjoy playing fall guys with a couple of my friends every week. It's just, we work together mm-hmm. have fun. We don't try to, we're not the grabby people who try to grab people, oh. and, like, make them and push them off the edge. We don't do that. We just try to help each other and have a good time. And I totally hear you. Like, I used to be more competitive as well, I think. And the only game I still enjoy competing in is Smash. But that's not as though I go to tournaments and compete at the highest level. I just like competing with my friends and talking shit, specifically in Smash, (laughs) because I enjoy playing it. But beyond that, I'm just kind of over competition i guess you know it's just i just see i me too, never me too. been my thing is competition it's just because I, I i find myself getting my butt kicked and i start i notice i start stop having fun so i'm like yep yeah i'm, yeah. I'm good mm-hmm. yeah like if you're incessantly Same. losing it's it just gets irritating after a while anyway yeah. oh before, totally before I, I definitely on, like oh, I, I just want to uh put my own input in there uh that's why i like games like Splatoon, because even though it's still competitive, you're working with three other people, and it's a really big team effort to win. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also liked... I don't mean to bring Mega Man to everything, but <laughs> Rockman no, X-Tides. Hey, so probably the, the the best thing that came out of that mobile game that came out recently, Rockman X-Dive, is it has a co-op mode, Ooh, where you can play right. with your friends, and that's actually a, like a first for the Mega Man series. I really I enjoyed that mode. That. Bring it to you- Steam, Capcom. We know the Steam files. Yeah. See, there. that just makes me think of when mm-hmm. we played 30XX together, Ash, and I really want to do that fun. again. Oh, that's so much yeah, fun. That was yeah. Really enjo- yeah, like, yeah. I played the X character, you played the Zero character, and it was a lot of fun, Derek. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. It's like, we yeah, need to play right, that, when's that coming out? Because I would totally do a co-review with you on that. <laughs> me too. That would be so much fun. I don't know if they've really talked yeah. about the release date since then. Yeah, uh, it's probably a ways off. It's on... It's like on an open beta right now. Yeah, it's early access right now. And on yeah, Steam. I have it in my library. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Same. I downloaded it in February. <laughs> it says and... PS4, Switch, and Xbox One are still upcoming. Okay. Yeah, there's a that's a, probably a the more finished version. Recently released, like a few weeks ago. Um, right. It does say TV 2021 for the consoles, so maybe still this year. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Nice. Anyway, yeah. before before we move on to our next story, and I'm really excited about this next story, but anyway, <laughs> uh, we have several Super Chats and donations. Uh, V2 Omega with a $10 donation. No no comment, just a donation. Thank you so much. Uh, we definitely Thank appreciate Thank that. Uh, that is 
awesome. Uh, yeah. Captain Jay Linebeck, a frequent super chatter with a $5 super chat, says, In regards to Final Fantasy Origin, considering it's by Koei Tecmo slash Team Ninja, I'm not that surprised by the graphical quality, like how FE3 houses looked. Uh I, I mean, I, when I when I think I like of, the look of yeah, three houses. I was gonna say mm-hmm. like three houses to me didn't exhibit uh, much by way of visual issues. Like I know you know it was a cel shaded game. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me the issues with Fire Fire Emblem Three Houses were more uh, performance related. Like when you were I running agree. around, there were there were stutters here and there in places, but nothing too bad. I actually thought Fire Emblem Three Houses was one of the prettier games that came out that year. It won my game of the year for that year. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't write Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja off. I just think that, uh, it, it's very clear that Final Fantasy Origin needs more work <laughs> quite a bit. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, mm-hmm. but I'm not at all, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it got there by the time it releases. Uh, yeah, so. oh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Me? No, I'm good. I just said I hope so. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. I, I, I would just say I'm not a fan of the trend that's been going on for the last decade of all these like, gritty, uh, dark-looking games where you got to turn up the brightness a bunch <laughs> just to see what the heck, where the heck you're going. Yep. <laughs> a- agreed with that. I, I greatly I, dislike having to crank my TV's brightness just to see. Like, and, and every game these days has you calibrate brightness before you start. And it's yeah. still never. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They're like, do it till you can I, barely see this image and you want to see yeah. your character. Yeah, I was going to say, I always mm-hmm. calibrate it to the brightness to my recording setup. So I'm like, all right, let's see. Because it's always, mm-hmm. it always feels different from my TV yeah. to that. So it's yep, like, okay. That's true, too. Right. Um, go, moving on, Grantles with a $5 super chat says, hey, all, currently playing Banjo. Wow. I, I just realized, like, saying hey, all in that upbeat tone. I was like, oh, Scott's here. Anyway. <laughs> Hey all, uh, currently playing Banjo Tooie, and I'm currently on the worst world, Grunty Industries. Also, tomorrow's my Brilliant. 20th birthday. Well, hey, happy, happy birthday! Well, happy, happy birthday! Nice. You're you're a great supporter of the channel. Uh, it's always yes. a pleasure to read your super chats, and I hope you have an awesome birthday tomorrow. Nice um, to have it fall on a uh, Saturday too. Yeah, yeah. enjoy you know, that hopefully, day off. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you've got the day off. Um, school's out. For summer in every place that I know of. So if yep. you're in school, hopefully you're out. Um, but you know, if you're working, hopefully you've got the day off and you can relax and have a good time and hopefully get past uh, Grunty Industries. I'm I'm not a Banjo Tooie person, so I don't know. Uh, I'm not familiar. It's uh, about I, midway it's, through, it's, but it, it's just a love level. Yeah, mm. it's very similar looking, so it gets easy to get sort of. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving forward, Alan Wilkinson with a two pound donation. Uh, says so. Digimon Unite win. <laughs> Look, I'm I, uh. I will be the first to admit Pokemon <laughs> Unite's not grabbing me. I would I would ricochet off of Digimon Unite like like a I'll bullet. Say, yeah. yeah, you know where yeah. is Digimon Survive? What happened to it? Yeah, you always hear about bull- uh, the uh, de- development hell. So I guess eventually, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I also want to call out our our good friend and and frequent uh, boundary breaker. She says is in the chat saying co op all the way. The satisfaction of helping each other couldn't agree more, my friend. Um, oh yeah, I'm on this kick of buying uh, other creators' shirts, so hopefully I, I should have a few coming in the next few days. So maybe maybe one of these days you'll see me on TNT with a boundary break shirt on. Hopefully, That'd be uh-huh. cool. <laughs> um, I have one coming like Tuesday from Matt McMuscles, which is pervy to say the least anyway (laughs) um 
Jason Cotter with a four pound 99 pence donation says, big fan. I'm enjoying Biomutant despite poor reviews. Do you trust reviews or just play and decide yourself as I've learned to judge myself? Um, That's an interesting uh, question. And, And I think it's it's weirder for us because the three of us most often are playing games that we're reviewing. So we can't look at a review. Um, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to other games, best I can say is I generally pay attention to word of mouth. I don't necessarily look at any one reviewer. It's just this word of mouth that comes up or friends that I, you know, who happen to also be critics that happen to like a game might get me interested in something. Um, the other key thing is uh, for just in general that I, had, I got into before I started doing this. Find somebody who you find matches your opinion. Yep. That's what sort I was of the things say. you are yeah. not in yourself. That's your best bet. Yeah. Yeah. I am an avid consumer of content as well as a creator of content. And so I have found over the years that there are reviewers that line up with my ideals when it comes to game design and, and stuff like that. And I tend to look to those folks that, that yeah, their their ideas and their opinions kind of match my own. And if they like a game, then I then I definitely weigh that more in that game's favor exactly. than someone mm-hmm. who I don't often agree with. Uh, but yeah. like Derek mm-hmm. said, I think word of mouth is really important too and definitely influences my purchase decisions. Like if I see mm-hmm. just on the timeline on Twitter tons of people talking about how great a game is, even if it's something I might not be interested in, I'm like, eh, maybe I should check that out. I mean, a lot of different people seem to really enjoy this. Similarly, yeah. though, if I see a bunch of people just telling me a game sucks uh i might look at that more critically before picking it up like hey you know nobody seems to like this uh (laughs) i think it also helps too that like i I think it also helps too that like at least in my case i don't have a whole lot of time unfortunately to break out of what i would Mm -hmm. already normally play and try new games that i would have to rely on word of mouth for so as much as i would like to be able to do that i don't really have time to most of the time so i'm usually playing this I, I usually have what i want to play planned out months in advance right because mm-hmm. i'm immersed in gaming coverage i know what's coming i know what i want to play i know what i don't really care about as much i wish i had more time to branch out and when i do i do weigh the opinions of critics i know share my tastes more heavily than i do others but most of the time i kind of already know what i'm going to play before i play it mm-hmm. yeah uh, i went for you there ash uh i've always been like for me it depends if it's a game I know for sure I'm going to play, I'm going to pick up, I'll play it myself before deciding whether, you know, what my expert opinion on the game is. Right. But if it's something that I wouldn't have picked up otherwise, and I hear, like, from a review, oh, hey, this game is pretty dang awesome, well, I might consider that down the road. It really right. depends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, uh, thank you for the super chat uh, <laughs> and created some insightful discussion here. Uh Moving forward, VT, I, I want to get through these because I saw one that broke my heart, and I, I want to read it as soon as possible. But uh, no. V2 oh, Omega no. says, good evening, with a $10 super chat, thank you, by the way, says, good evening, gentlemen. Appreciate y'all's hard work throughout the years. Also, I love all of the Mega Man news that you create, Shadow Rock. Oh. Hey, we got a Shadow Rock thank in you. the chat. That's awesome. Nice. Thank you very much. Actually, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to all the Shadow Rock fans in the chat right now. I see... Many familiar faces and some awesome. of my coworkers nice. here at Sapphire. Awesome. And yes. everyone here should be a Shadow Rock ZX fan. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll see uh I saw Mega Quint earlier. Mega Quint's my editor on the channel. Appreciate oh, nice. his work. Hey, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Uh, I'm really happy you guys are here. 
Thanks a lot. All right. Before I read this next super chat, I really want to ask the GV gang to send all their good vibes, energy, and love to this person. Waffle King is has been a supporter since day one, has consistently been an EP throughout everything, and has helped us out a ton. With a $4.99 super chat, Waffle King says, mm. Hi, everyone. I've got COVID. Can't taste mm. too well, but I'm staying positive. GV gang are good people. Uh, let me be the first to say we love you, man. Yeah, and hell I, yeah, we do. <laughs> I I hope you get through this quickly and that you feel better real soon. Mm-hmm. And we will be here Absolutely. for you every step of the way. Uh, that mm-hmm. awful to hear, awful, awful, yeah. awful to hear. Yeah. But uh, I I wish you a speedy yes. recovery. Uh, you are you are one of our day one supporters and and a friend of yes. the channel and a great community member. So mm-hmm. all the best to you, my friend. Thank you. Get better Thank soon. you for letting us know yeah. what's going on with you, too, because we hadn't. Uh, I-, I was thinking that we hadn't heard from you in a while, so I was hoping that you were okay. And, of course, you're not okay, but we appreciate hearing from you anyway and knowing that you're hanging in there. And, you know, we just hope you recover as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, we love you, man. And just, just get better and, and hang in there. Yeah. First up, yeah. do what you can. Take care, man. Yeah. yeah. I hope and things get better for you. Absolutely. We 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 love you, Waffle King. So feel better soon, man. Um, yes. Marking an extremely stark shift in tone. Longo <laughs> lover with a Canadian five dollars super chat says Dark Soul themed animals game. That is all. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I, I played that. Real, I, real I need I need Bongo Lover and the and the uh, fan who created the uh, Bongo GVG art to like come together and and illustrate some of these ideas. Um, well. I, I gotta, I gotta, I, I was waiting for this because I had a feeling what happened. So I wanted, to, I was saving this. Um, I was at the grocery store today, and uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> not the grocery yes. store. Oh my god! So we're gonna what? try out this uh, Danimal smoothie strawberry. It's the cheapest one they had there. Oh so man, <laughs> Derek has the pinky extended. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> gotta be fancy about this. It's Bongo. You gotta be fancy. It does have the Sonic promotion on it, so <laughs> not bro- Even... not sponsored by Danimals. So there you go. Hashtag oh. not an ad. The hell? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely not sponsored. I mean, it tastes like yogurt, but it tastes like liquefied yogurt. Like there's no consistency. Like it's all just fluid. Oh, oh, that's gross. That doesn't that is, sound like the kind, any kind of yogurt. Is, I, I mean, it's supposed to be a smoothie, but <laughs> it's a little too smoothie. <laughs> yeah, a little oh, too. Yeah, a little too. All right. Well, all right. Well, we've got a bunch of news to cover, so I'm going to get through these last couple super chats. Derek, thanks for taking one for the team. I'm, I'm sure Bongo Lover deeply appreciates <laughs> your commitment to to this bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, does he play DK Bongos though? Does he? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Black Ninja with a $2 super chat says, the question is, is it hey y'all or hey all? I, I'm convinced that uh, our good friend Scott says hey all, but but yeah. when I was first like becoming a fan of his channel, I was convinced it was hey y'all, but I've I've learned that it is hey all. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, don't I think ask it also me depends where I on where, where you're from, too. I mean, if, you, if you're from the South, it probably is hey y'all for a lot of people, but... <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, sure. Howdy y'all? Like, I just use it because it's fun to say casually. Uh, I'm not from the South. I just, I don't know, hey, y'all. It just sounds funny. But I, I do think it is hey, all otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm actually am from the South. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> there you go yeah. So for our esteemed guest, it is hey, y'all. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Megu Minton with a two euro donation says, why does Square Enix always release poor demos? Do they? 
Did they? Oh, Charles Amana wasn't great, so. but Charles Amana also wasn't great to begin with. But wait, eh. what? I like Charles Amana was great. I get, I liked it. The remake, you mean? Yeah. No, it was great, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought Civil so War. anyway. Yeah. Um, I no, watched I mean, Amy but, try it today, and it was that did not go well for her. <laughs> that I, voice I acting and everything is just. Not, I really but, liked it. I will agree with our YouTube chat. Dragon Quest Eleven's demo kicked Ooh, ass. Dragon Quest Eleven S demo was like one of the demo. best demos ever. Octopath Traveler had a great demo, from what I recall. Although Project yeah, that was, that was a meaty demo, a terrible demo. <laughs> I've not tried that. Right, it is dry. It is really dry. Oh, so yeah. I would say fifty-fifty. Yeah. I would say they have a mixed record with demos, but I don't think it's always bad. But I also don't think it's always good. Anyway, thank right. you so much for the super chat. It's incredibly generous. Uh, finally, so we can get back to the news. Rob Arman X with a $5 donation with a truly stomach-turning idea. GVG in a Danimal bath win. Uh, look, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to do the foolish thing and utter a, a, a number. I'm just going to tell you that that sounds gross. Also, like it may lead to an infection. Anyway, <laughs> with that said. At least one. Yeah, at least one infection. Mm-hmm. Uh this this next story, which I'm going to throw up on screen now, uh, really excited me because I, I was this sure that it wasn't coming. And that is that the Xbox Controller Design Lab is back, baby. And I know I'm probably the only one that cares about this story, but I called this in our in our pre-E3 predictions for Xbox. I was saying, you know what? It's summer. It's about the time they said it would come back. I just got the timing wrong. Instead of doing it at their proper E3 presser, they did it at that weird, like, post-show that they did. And we know a thing or or two about post-shows here at GVG. (laughs) Uh, They didn't show a single cursed video. Nobody talked about any spicy shit, but I guess they did throw Mm -hmm. some shade on a fellow content creator, which, all right, that's that's post-show material. (laughs) I'll give you that, Microsoft. Uh, But Uh I'm really just excited about this because I love making tacky controllers that no one would market. And now I can make a Series X one. Uh, And and I will say they're cheaper uh, by like 20 bucks than they used to be. Somehow it's just a $10 premium on top of the regular controller price. Always good. It used to be 30 bucks more than a regular pad. So I will mm. be making a few tacky controllers and I'll probably show them off here <laughs> on the channel because if I'm going to spend 70 bucks, I guess I may as well unbox the shit. Um, right. Let your kids design some. Ooh, They're honestly man. really cool, though. Like, I love what you can make. And I, I thought that about the previous iteration of the Xbox Design Lab controllers, too. And I, I love this. I think it's really neat that they even offer it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. It, I it wanted is. to do uh, a Shadow Rock theme controller, like purple, red, black. It looks really? so good, no. but uh, God, it's expensive. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, don't I know, mean, they're man. they're definitely expensive controllers, but I mean, if the controller is already sixty, an extra ten just to get it exactly how you want it to look, eh, to me, sure. that's a minimal surcharge to pay. Uh, yeah, I, I might do it one day. Yeah, I'll well, I'll be doing it soon. Probably today I'll order it, but they, they're like a month backlogged, so we won't get it till the end of July. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so... You need so to talk be, to Evernight and have him design a GVG-based one. I, I was thinking about that, like maybe like navy blue and orange or something, or, or something to that effect. I don't have the color association to pull that thing off, so it's like, oh, leave it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you hear me, Evernight, if you want to go to that lab and, and show us what a GVG controller looks like, I'll, uh, I'll definitely be interested. Old of you that. to assume I haven't already been thinking about one. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, did we lose? Sorry, everybody. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I was like, I'm Discord suddenly just, a like, monster. Yeah, no, Discord, <laughs> Discord just crashed on me randomly out of nowhere, but I am back. So, All right. Welcome yeah. back. 
You just need yeah. to get on camera. Yeah, because yes, right now I'm taking that. up half of your space and my mouth is like split between two windows. Derek's <laughs> got half a head. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need it anyway. The Lovecraftian nightmare is over. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's not, cool. not a lot to talk about here. I think it's cool that they brought it back. I was very hopeful that they would, and I technically was right that they did it at E3, kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> but for every objectively good thing that happens in gaming... One crappy thing has to happen. That's just how we keep things balanced here. Real, real quick here. before that, oh, right. just to balance, because we got uh, the animals, and now we got uh, Loyal Dingo with a $5 donation just saying Baja Blast. So there's a combination for you. Isn't that only a <laughs> That drink is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's <laughs> yeah. my wife's favorite drink. That's why I know oh, really? that. I do not I like have not that been to Taco Bell in a while. So Although, I, I will tell you, yeah. I will be bringing a drink review to gvg because there is a, a vibe flavor of mountain dew and i feel like we have to review something that tastes like vibes i don't know what that even means oh boy uh, i i will find it and i will drink it you can only get it at a sandwich shop here in arizona i have no idea how they have an exclusive flavor of mountain dew at a sandwich shop that as far as i know only exists here in arizona but <laughs> it's yellow which means it could be pee but I'll drink it for you guys. Anyway, <laughs> Black Ninja with a $2 super chat says, Danimals themed custom Xbox controller, please. I feel like we're going to have to get a partnership with D-Brand to make that happen. I mean, I, I didn't have, have the best first impression of their stuff, so it might be in trouble. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're like, you drank it and you grimaced. Of course we'll sponsor you. Anyway. All right. So talking about that sucky thing that happened, let me get that up on screen here. And that is that uh, Facebook is going to start just inserting ads into Oculus games. So it's not enough that you buy the headset oh. for a few hundred bucks. Oh, right. You have to have a Facebook God account. Damn it, man. They are literally beaming ads directly into your retinas now. They're gonna, uh, I don't know yep. all of how oh, this work, but their, their, excuse, their excuse is that it is to create a self-sustaining ecosystem, which is a little weird because the Oculus has been around for half a decade. I feel like if you weren't able to sustain yourself, you might have not. You might have folded before five years went by. Um, God, if I had dropped the money on one of these things and and then mid you know ownership started having these ads beamed to me, I'd be pissed. Right, I I would be pissed. It was hard to get those things. Uh, I worked at Target over the holidays, and uh, like we would get maybe like one a week and it gets snapped up immediately i know it was hard to get for a while yeah it's it's definitely concerning to see this it's it's like uh you you pay we we covered this on a previous episode i think it was when was it when uh who was our guest not the golden bolt uh maybe it was clement we were talking about uh facebook giving you the option to opt out of needing a Facebook account to use your Oculus, but somehow the price mm-hmm. of the headset went up over $1,000 if you chose that. Um, <laughs> and they said the monetization model was that, you know, they collect your data or something, and, and, and that's how they can afford to make it 300 bucks. Oh, yeah, because these are personalized ads as well. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, they're, they're even trying to coax developers into doing it because, hey, you'll earn a portion of the revenue. Yeah, this is this is just objectively terrible. It, it Facebook is doing everything they can to make VR sound awful. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. 
I do not want personalized targeted ads in That's... games that I bought. You have to buy <laughs> Oculus games. They're not free. Exactly. And the headset sure isn't free. That, that is I mean, a head scratcher. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I could I could swallow it if it was headset is stupid cheap, like a hundred dollars, yeah. and all the games are free. And you know, it's mm-hmm. ad supported that way. I could at least understand it. I could wrap my head around it. But when you're talking about spending three hundred dollars for the headset and then, you know, twenty, thirty, forty dollars each game. How do you need ads yeah. to support this? I, I don't know. Like there are some really weird things in this article, by the way, the more I read it. So um, there is an option to click on the ad and save the link for later because that's what you always do with ads. It's like, oh, I'm interested in this, but I'm playing right now. Um, and uh, Facebook – so this test is for flat ads that would look at home and on, any, on any website. But Facebook says it's also exploring new ad formats that are unique to VR. Now all I'm thinking is um, freaking Futurama where ads pop up in Fry's dream and just, <laughs> just you can't escape it. It's like, oh, God. This is some dystopian shit, though. Like having, really is. Ha- having ads beam directly into your VR headset, that's just – that's a step too far for me. I, I know, like, uh, some of the sports games started doing ads, but, yeah, just imagine playing a console game all of a sudden. We interrupt your gameplay for Taco Bell or something. Yeah. Well, as Juan Bolinga in our chat says, uh, if it's Danimal's ad, that's different. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, That's more just said the same thing. Be like, ah, Bongo, you cheeky monkey, get out of here. I'll drink drink your nightmare yogurt later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I just... What is Facebook thinking? Like, any reasonable person in the room should be like, yes, hi, me, people hate this. (laughs) No, objectively, nobody They don't care, the money talks. Rob Arman X made a great point in the chat, though. GVG ads win. So, you know, if, if we're having GVG ads being to people in VR, maybe it's okay. There I'm just go. kidding. Of course that wouldn't be okay. <laughs> Subscribe to GVG or this ad yeah. will not stop and your eyes will burn. Right. <laughs> or as you know, Tommy <laughs> this, this says, it's Mega Man ads. Mega Man's okay. Yeah. The but, but isn't there like a, isn't there a, a VR game <laughs> called uh, Don't Stop Talking or You Explode yes. or something like that? Like, have yeah. an ad there. <laughs> Yeah. coming up as you're trying to defuse the bomb <laughs> like oh crap and we've boom. detected your heart rate is elevated would you like to learn yeah. more about lunesta <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what lunesta is for it's probably herpes or something but anyway oh god <laughs> you're dehydrated lunesta's... get a coke yeah yeah there you go you're dehydrated get a coke. <laughs> oh man all right before we move on uh shellshock prime with a two dollar super chat says gvg bean boozled challenge win interesting you should mention that uh you know as you know we founded gvg like over the holidays in 2020 and i did exactly that i have footage of me doing it with my kids uh we (laughs) bought those we thought it would be funny i somehow pulled every nasty one it was disgusting i've never heard of vomit um it's like those harry potter any flavor beans Oh, uh, God, and so it's like no. good oh, normal bots. jelly beans yeah. mixed in with utterly nasty oh, ones. Oh, um, no. I, and, I didn't know they, they were got, making them now. Yeah, they still make them. You, they got like That's earwax crazy. flavor, barf flavor. I've, so oh, yeah, I remember tried those. the dirty bot versions. They're so gross, man. They, they're really gross. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> um, they taste like you would. I guess you would imagine, which is terrible. I mean, That's, the worst part yeah. is like there are things that you're intimately familiar with, right? Like I've never eaten mm. dirt. But we've all barfed at know. some point in our lives, so you kind of know what that tastes like, and you yeah. bite a barf jelly bean, and you're like, oh, God, that is spot on. Oh, God, it's yep. spot on. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. 
I, I, I'll pass. I would do it. I'm not gonna lie. I love you guys. I would totally do it. Oh no! I mean, you guys would on stream for that, but not on my own. Do it for the content. Oh yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't do it just for myself, but I would do it for for content for 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 the content. Well, I would be fun. I am looking forward to the content's always right and going to a Hal and Ray's and eating some like gut wrenchingly hot chicken. So oh, it's happening. It's yep. happening next month, in fact. Uh, actually, I have to move that, but we'll we'll see. Oh no! Well, we'll um, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see, but probably in August around my birthday. Because what better way to celebrate my birth than by potentially dying? Anyway, that feels uh, fitting. Yeah, um, Bongo Lover with a Canadian two dollar super chat says, "Steve, I'm waiting for that Bongo doll. Me too, my friend. Uh, I still need to. <laughs> I, I I wanted to try to find one that captured the likeness of modern day Bongo, the icon that he is." Um, but it turns out all you can find is like a chewed up looking monkey. It's really off putting, but anyway, (laughs) uh, black ninja with a $2 super chat says no crap. The toothpaste jelly bean is good AF. Um, okay. All right. Does it taste like mint? Fair enough. Their own. (laughs) I think it tastes pretty, pretty nasty. Like I think it tastes like eating toothpaste, but I mean, it's, it's definitely among those (laughs) the best one because you know, Mm -hmm. It doesn't taste like barf. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, Something. All right. This this story I'm really hyped to talk about. So I'm just going to throw this up on screen. No segue. We're just doing it live. Uh, and this comes from Eurogamer. And this is uh, Nintendo's Yoshio Sakamoto, who, if you yes. don't know, is the man Ooh. behind Metroid. And obviously, Metroid is the game du jour these days. No one can stop talking about it for good reason. Dread looks amazing. And Dread is Dread. Um, it's dread <laughs> yeah it's unbelievable that we live in a timeline where metroid 5 and dread are the same thing and we're getting them in less than 90 days and like, they exist after yeah. over 15 years and after i know right written it off that's just what a this cool is, story I'm never this is like nintendo's that. Mega Man legends 3 moment is what it this kind is. of is yeah yeah it yeah is. it totally yeah. is and i am thrilled by that but yoshio sakamoto allayed uh some of my personal fears uh in this statement given to Eurogamer. Uh basically he says uh what I can say up front is that Samus's adventure will continue. How will it continue? Well first things first. I believe that if and when you clear dread you will have a clear idea. Beyond that we will continue to work hard so we can meet expectations and keep surprising you guys with exciting gameplay experiences. In regards to my plans, I hope to take on new challenges and real really feel a sense of relief in having achieved this much. So, Samus is going nowhere. I mean, we all kind of expected that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it I is, mean, yeah. the end of the arc, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was surprising because I felt with Fusion, they found a way to just keep calling it Metroid, even if they don't have any Metroids in it, because Samus is part Metroid now. Right. So... True. There you go. Problem solved. And maybe but, that will uh, continue to be the, the word that how they derive the name Metroid. It'll still be Samus after the events of all five games thus far, and it'll still be mm-hmm. you know who she is with everything that has happened to her, having part Metroid DNA. But perhaps that DNA is you know she uses that, utilizes that to fight some other th- galactic threat going forward, right? And that's mm-hmm. where the Metroid name comes. Who knows? It's yeah, it's yeah. a really good question. Do do they keep the Metroid name even? I feel like you do because the brand recognition is strong. Either yeah, that or you <laughs> is is which is more brand mm-hmm. which has bigger brand recognition. I think that's the big kind of the focus is do you keep calling it Metroid or do you switch the name focus to Samus? See, that's hmm. a good question because I feel like a lot of folks 
don't know necessarily Metroid, but exactly. because of Smash, know Samus. They know Samus. Exactly. Right. I mean, then again, there's a why doesn't Metroid crawl? True. There <laughs> is that too, and we're still going to have you know Metroid Prime Four coming out sometime long after Dread does, which is the weirdest thing to even say that sentence. But oh, yeah. it's still going to be called Metroid Prime Four, so I don't know if they want to diverge their brand like that necessarily. Yeah, see, I, I think the idea of them continuing 2D and 3D Metroids from this point is a really exciting idea because mm-hmm. both have their place. They have I mean, and that, that's a great point. Like, how cool is that? That is it that, you know, after so many years where Metroid fans basically got scraps, if anything, other than Samus Returns. Oh, my God. Not only are we getting Metroid Dread resurrected after 15 years, but Sakamoto's already talking about, you know, another plans for Metroid 6. Sequels. Yeah. Seriously. How cool is it to be a Metroid fan right now after so many years of nothing? I love it. I, I have been. Capcom, take notes. Freaking, I've been starving for 2D Metroid. Man, yeah. it's mm. like Samus Returns came out. You know, I did, eh, didn't do that well because the 3DS was on its way out already. But I was really hoping 2D Metro would make a comeback, and here it is. So hyped! Yeah, this is so this hyped. is probably the biggest surprise I think I've ever seen from Nintendo. I can't think yeah. of a time where where they did something so unexpected before. Uh, it, it, oh, it's wild. In it's a good wild. way. Yeah, in, <laughs> in a, a good, good way. way yeah. I should say that. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo has definitely done some surprisingly bad things, but this is... And it this is... seems like it's working because it is topping this Amazon pre-order charts. So God damn it. Right. This is a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> definitely a good I sign. I just want my damn collector's edition, Wario64. You're the person I just... I'm now. I, yeah. I just had to go on Amazon Japan and do it that way. I tried. I was not it was... taking my chances. I, I was dumb and I waited too long and Amazon Japan is now just ruled by scalpers selling it for like three hundred. Oh my god, man! Yeah. I haven't gotten mine yet either. I'll I'll figure it out. You know, I'm I'm just, I was gonna, I was I'm more focused on the amiibo, but it's fine. I'm gonna hit up our friends at Nintendo and be like, look, I don't, I know you don't give us <laughs> until the day it comes out, but could you just send a physical one, like a few of yeah. them, like five? I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have them somewhere. If exactly. You can give, if you can give Rogers mm-hmm. Base a Letterman jacket, you can just send me one copy of Metroid, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I am super hyped for this. I love the fact that we know mm-hmm. that Samus Aran, like her story, doesn't end because there was some, you know, concern based on the verbiage that Sakamoto gave in a previous interview with IGN that you know, oh, the the story is ending, and people were like, wait, does that mean Samus is going away? Because I mean, she has a legacy. She's been around <laughs> as long as Mario and Link. And right, it'd right. just be wild to see one of Nintendo's core characters just be sunset. So I'm it glad to see so, that yeah. that's it'd not the weird. case. Especially but... that one. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, I... uh, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was uh, going to say, the thing I'm most hyped for mm-hmm. is that this means that, you know, this is almost like uh, Metroid Dread is almost to Metroid as Ultimate is to Smash in that we know that the series will continue but the next game is going to have to, in some way, be dramatically different from what we're used to. Right. If, well, yeah. well, if it to, some, up to from, some degree. From 5, that's the thing. Yeah, if it, true, if true. It takes before 5, I like Prime 4, not really. That's right. true. Yeah. I, actually, I hope they continue the lineage forward, like timeline forward is what I should same. say. 
And yeah, yeah. speaking to that point, uh, we have a super chat uh, from Esacs Game Zero Eight X for four dollars ninety nine cents, making a great point, saying, "Finally, YouTube name cha- name change setting worked, and I believe Metroid in Chozo language means Ultimate Warrior, which describes Samus pretty well." Which there's there you your go. answer in terms of how they keep using the Metroid name. It doesn't have to be the creature; it can be, mm. you know, it can be what it means as for Samus. I'm never going to be able to I mean, see Samus as the ultimate warrior now, though. You know, oh, I immediately get the wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, that's she true. Is. Oh, God, now I just <laughs> imagine that. the only one that can fight the yeah. X-Parasites now. Right. So there you go. True. And thank you, Isax, by the way. Thank you for your donation mm. and, and for that great point. Nice. Uh, also, uh, oh, go ahead, please. I, I was just going to say uh, uh it was such a meme among the Metroid community that we never get a game after Fusion. Like, they're just going to keep going backwards and backwards. Mm. So they don't have to tell us what happens next. But I'm glad they finally are. Holy finally crap. Are. I still I can't, can't believe it. True. Story about yeah. baby Samus. <laughs> <laughs> baby Ridley. Uh, let's see. How's the pie with a $9.99 super chat? Thank you so much. Says, donating to Steve Travel Fund. How much to get Derek out there? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's more an issue of just finding time. Well, between me and Derek, we have like a baseball team worth of kids. Yeah, Uh, that's the hard part. So, so it's really, it's less of that and more just making sure that our families at home are, are well taken care of. I have plans to go see Ash, uh, at this point, it's looking like uh, mid-August, uh, because that's around my birthday. I usually plan a trip every year around that time, and then I will, uh get drunk and make videos <laughs> so nice. uh, that's that's what a 30 um, something year old does on his birthday <laughs> exactly and by the way mm-hmm. uh not only thank you for the donation house of the pie but also i love that name spider-man 3 is unironically one of my favorite <laughs> movies ever to watch so, you said that the last time doing it. Yeah, i probably nice. did actually as i said it it kind of came to me like deja vu so i'm saying it again spider-man 3 is awesome and your name is awesome house of the pie Nice. Uh, Nayo with a $1.99 super chat says people act like Samus Returns never happened. Um, I, don't I think, think it's, it's because necessarily... it came out on the 3DS. Mm. It's It was good. It got people's attention and it gave mm. hope for the hardcore fans. But because it was so late in the 3DS life cycle, it was one of those things like, is this enough? Is this enough? Yeah. We're not sure. And right. of course, it, there's the constant debate among Metroid fans between uh, that and... Um, another metroid uh to remake yeah i i I think though you know samus returns while while it was good it it didn't you know move the move the lore of the series forward and i know as a fan it it left me wanting like a brand new entry kind of did though it did add some it was enough teases like are they continuing after this are they just going to fusion and continuing those teases that's that was the debate up to that point yeah Mm -hmm. well i it seems oh, like right. we're getting a payoff in the Metroid Dread trailer. We saw the Chozo Warrior. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's the that. same one from Samus Returns. So. I'm, yeah. I'm super excited to see where the series goes from here. Dread, Dread is probably my most anticipated game this year now. Just because I'm yeah. really so hell. excited. Mm-hmm. We have a challenger yeah. for Game of the Year with uh, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Right. It's going to be a tough year. Right. And it, it went from being no contest to a very interesting year. Uh, mm-hmm. moving, moving forward with our Super Chats, Emmanuel Rincon uh, with a $5 <laughs> Super Chat says, Secured the special edition for Dread. Dying to get the Amiibos. You guys are awesome. Love the content and have been following since your GX days. Well, thank oh, you. Thank and you. Congrats! I'm I'm super yeah. jealous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Same. I still yeah. have it in mind. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, I pre-ordered the uh, Amiibo and the special edition set on Amazon Japan. So nice, I'm good. Nice. Well, I well done, Amiibo. sir. Um, Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hoping, but I'm not going to be too upset because honestly, at the end of the day, I just want to play the game. So if exactly. I have to, I'll just get it digital. But um, Mwape Same. Mulenga with a five dollar super chat says, "I want Metroid Dread to end with Samus humming the fusion ending credit song. That would be cool. <laughs> that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think she'll hum, but who knows? I mean." We'll, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I, I, speaking I of Metroid, speaking of Metroid music, I found this out the other day, and I didn't know this. It's the coolest thing. the 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 beepy sounds that the Emmy make is that they're actually the same sounds as the Metroid Two Cavern theme. Oh wow! Like, maybe Saber theme. That's and you, Derek, you probably already knew that, but it's really, I did really not. Cool. I'm not picking up on that kind of thing. I've not had a chance to really look over Metroid stuff, though. Right. The humming at the end, and just thinking about Samus and uh, all that, made me think of. Um, same as singing Black Sheep, <laughs> like since, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. All right. With uh, so, Larson, yeah. Larson, more Metroid yeah. to come. Uh, Jared Helder with a Canadian $5 Super Chat says, Metroid Prime 4 was announced four years ago while Metroid Dread is being released a few months later. Is this a sign of Nintendo's change in approach? I, I don't think so. I think, nah, yeah, I don't you know, think so. um, this is common for Nintendo to announce something and all of a sudden it's coming out in three or four months. We've seen this happen many times. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we have to remember that Metroid Prime 4 is kind of a uh, exception rather than the rule. Nintendo very publicly announced that they were rebooting development on it, which is right. way out of the norm for them. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. think we would probably, had, had Bandai Namco satisfied Nintendo's expectations for Prime 4, it would probably be coming out either, it would already either already be out or would be coming out this year, I feel. I agree, um, yeah. But yeah, I, this I feel year like we're two year. years off at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yep. we'll see. Uh, Peter S with a two dollars super chat says, "Bigger surprise: N- Ninty revives Dread or Bayo two? I'm going to assume you meant Bayo three, but I'm going to say Dread. Right. Dread uh, easily. The fact that Nintendo oh, saved 100%. Bayonetta. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was. Yeah. That's oh, the that's like, idea. <laughs> and it's it's the context is a bit different. We have no reason to believe that Bayo three isn't still coming. Was it announced too early? Probably. Yeah. I would I would say it was, but there's no reason to think it's not happening what yeah, like for it, it to, to equal dread like bayo 3 would have mm-hmm. to be not heard of for like the next 15 or 10 years and then well, again get announced again i don't think they're talking bayo 3 i think they're talking bayo 2 and the fact that we never thought we'd get a sequel and of all things we got a sequel oh. from nintendo yeah and I yeah I, that's, that and that that is kind of those are kind of equal <laughs> because I'd one you have something that was it was it seemingly canceled big, but it's yeah. close yeah, it's it's the, that's fair. For you know, Dread, Dread had been rumored for such a long time. We just never thought we'd ever get it. And like, I was hoping for Metroid Five this year from E3, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen. <laughs> that was a pipe dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? I, I feel like uh, Bayonetta Two. As let me let me display my age here for a moment, but I feel like Bayonetta Two for me is the modern day equivalent of Mortal Kombat Two having blood on the SNES. I remember being like, whoa, what the hell? Like, Nintendo allows gore in their games now? What? And being really surprised. It was definitely a move I didn't expect, a very left-field thing to do. Um, But I I would still give it to Dread just because Nintendo denied the existence of Dread, then confirmed Mm -hmm. it, then canceled (laughs) it, you know, and then brought it back and made it the canonical sequel to the the main storyline that has been ignored for, God, over a decade. So 19 years. Yeah, it, it's I mean, it, it's wild to me. It's just that is 
uh, to me, it's closer to Nintendo's Final Fantasy VII remake moment or Mega Man Legends 3 or Shenmue 3, you know, taking mm-hmm. something that has long been ignored and just bringing yeah. it back out of nowhere. Um, uh, yeah, it's funny you bring up Shenmue 3 because it's a similar thing where apparently they kept the same story concept from 15 years ago all the way to now. That's wild in itself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And you brought up Legends 3, like Mega Man Legends 3. We already actually technically had that moment with Mega Man Legends 3 where they they did re-announce it. And we're like, oh my god, this is actually happening. And then they fucking took it away from us again. So if they actually do bring it back back. again... (laughs) Wait, wait, the concept's there. There was a demo ready to go. There was a demo that I... yeah. God, man, I can't oh, believe that we didn't get heart. that demo. That stings more uh, than anything because yeah. you know that demo was done that was, somewhere. That game was a system seller for the 3DS for me. I was like getting ready to buy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Either way. God, Trigger has to be yeah. so bored up there on the moon by now. Good Lord, get him <laughs> yeah. off the moon. Well, at least he has a donut cafe or whatever it was in RE3. <laughs> there yeah, you go. right. All right. <laughs> So, uh, Bongo Lover, real quick, with a Canadian $2 super chat, says, Sonic's cool monkey rival has joined EP Squad. Hey! hey nice. Bongo Lover, Hell welcome yeah. to the EP oh, Squad. Nice. Congratulations. Just uh, in time, by the way, too, because we have our first EP uh, community stream of the month tomorrow. We're going to be playing Fall Guys and Use Your Words. So, perfect timing. Damn right. All right. Well, Derek, this is like your month, my friend. I mean, this next story is, is yeah. for you. And uh, this mm. comes from a, to us courtesy of Nibel on Twitter. You know, good friend of the channel, although he hasn't been on here yet. We'll have to fix that someday. Uh, but do. basically, the Castlevania Advance Collection has been rated in Australia. Uh, the name certainly oh implying that the games behind Derek are <laughs> going to be re-released. Yeah, I don't have a physical version of... Uh... Circle of the Moon, but yeah. <laughs> uh, that said, this this is a good sign. Uh, yes. I would love, love if the DS games were included with it as well, because generally those three are stronger than these three, but um, you're still yeah. in for some amazing, high-quality games with uh, Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and especially Aria of Sorrow. Uh, Aria of Sorrow is up there as one of the best um, Castlevania Aria games in general. It's, I would argue maybe really, that Harmony of Dissonance is just okay. Oh, I yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. Yeah, that's they, the thing. They, they were figuring mm-hmm. things out with both Circle of the Moon and Harmony of yeah. Dissonance. Like, Circle of the Moon was one of them doing their own thing with a different team, and that's why it's kind of non-canon uh, to mm-hmm. uh, the whole thing. But in Harmony of Dissonance, was like, okay, kind of correcting, trying to figure out. I have a soft spot for it because it was my first uh, GBA Castlevania, so I oh, appreciate sure. it. But I mm-hmm. understand that Ari of Sorrow is better great story yeah. uh great Love into Aria. it and yeah that's the one good stuff but the hope is if we're getting this advanced collection maybe mm. we'll get the ds collection because Please. on the whole there's not a whole yep. lot that is required of the ds uh to shift the ds games um because donosaur is the one to use it most and there's a mode even within donosaur using julius where you don't have to use the seals so just bring that over and boom mm-hmm. you're all just set mm-hmm. and getting rid nice. of the seals will make it better anyway so right yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see how this plays out i know that my brother uh he's he's much more of a castlevania fan than i am i'm i'm like the bandwagon mm-hmm. fan that played symphony of the night and i'm like i love castlevania and then never played anything else <laughs> um, well these play like those so that's good that's it's more along your line yeah yeah he he mentioned that to me but he particularly 
is fond of the uh, DS games. I, I remember very specific, I, I worked at GameStop at the time, and he always made sure that I, you know, brought those home for him when they came out. So, uh, I mean, I, I've seen, I think that's the most hours he ever logged on his DS was playing those games. And then he just put the damn thing away. <laughs> I mean, all three of them are great, to be honest. Like, even Portrait of Ruin, the weakest one, is still oh, a great game. I would put Portrait and of Ruin ahead of uh, ahead of Donosaro, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, better, I've seen that take Better too. art, yeah, better story. Um, right. Really cool. Uh, they found a way to really change up the... Um, uh, locations. Some of the mm-hmm. music in there is fantastic. Oh, so it is, good. It is up there. The Tales way the it past, answers, man, I love that song. Yeah, the way they answer why the Belmont, like after Richter, the Belmonts don't really show up a lot, is amazing. And I didn't realize that until I did my my Castlevania playthrough. But the other thing is, Order of Ecclesia, in my opinion, is the best Castlevania of the entire series. Oh wow, wow, just That's the best race. one. Wow. So it's getting that unapported and off the DS, great. Yeah, nice. for me, I, I love this just because I like I, I'm I'm a Castlevania fan. I do love the series, but I'm more of the Egovania style. Like I'm not in a classic Vania as much. I played the classics, but I haven't really finished mm-hmm. them as much. Whereas everything from Symphony of the Night forward, I've really enjoyed except for the 3D games. So for me, this yeah. is like co- collecting the ones I specifically really love. And, uh, and hopefully the DS yeah. ones as well, because those are my favorites, really. I think the uh, but just to throw it out there for people interested in Castlevania, the, the the initial collection is like on sale right now. So like I think it's like super cheap, like five ten bucks. So. Yeah, and there's a collection. Anyway, I did not give a spoiler. Uh, I, I said a no spoilers. Player. Yep, limited run mm-hmm. games is is having a, yep. uh, a collector's edition, which looks pretty dope. I've seen it unboxed. I mean, Castlevania is not really you know early Castlevania is not my jam, but I saw that and I was like, damn. That looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, Limited Run goes all out with their collector's editions. I just got the Blaster Master Zero one recently. God, oh, nice. so good. Oh, man. Nice. I've got... That's coming out next month. Blaster Master Zero 3. I'm so yeah. Glad. I've got Hype. the Limited Run No More Heroes 1 and 2 collection coming in the next couple of days, actually. They said it nice. should ship out like in three days. Anyway, uh, we are running low on time, so I'm going to boot us over to this next story. I. This this sucks. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, power uh, to the players, I guess. Uh, GameStop <laughs> has decided yeah. that if you want to get your hands on a PS5, the best way to do it is to subscribe to their pro membership to get early access to pro membership. Oh, that's fucked, man. This is, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Uh, I, mean, you know, I mean, they're so abundant <laughs> now. It's it's easy to get a PS5, didn't you know? Um. <laughs> I, I am a pro it, it, I mean, in one hand, <laughs> it is a smart business move. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is, an, it, it yeah. is a it is. brilliant business move. Well, on the other hand, this is the key to just screwing over your uh, customers or just customers in general. And this is just like reason number 8,565. I know, I do not shop at GameStop. If I can, abs- whenever I can help it, I don't, I don't, I stay far clear at GameStops. And they're still just doing the bundles. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, the other still, thing. that's the thing. Just too. the bundles. Good lord! Like seven, eight hundred dollar bundles for the console. They're like, but you yeah, get like someone and three controllers you don't want, and a copy of Madden yeah. twenty two. Yeah, yeah. It's the bundle looks like they're going through now is uh, Ratchet and Clank, Spider Man, Grid stuff, and then Destruction All Stars. Which mm. <laughs> man, that game was free <sighs> for like four months. Yeah, um, every bundle has Destruction All Stars. That's how much they're trying to get rid of stock. Wow. Content. 
<laughs> so, some people are bringing up the fact that it has helped deter bots, and that's that's true. We can't we can't look the other right. way. It's helped deter bots and scalpers. But there is that still, It just seems so scummy. It really does. It's it's hard to defend. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and to I, be fair, you know this isn't all GameStop. Some of the the blame does deserve to be laid at Sony's feet for not for just not making these things more available for people. Although I do understand there are manufacturing practical limits, chip shortages. To, yeah, yeah, like I get that. But man, some you know Sony could be making these things more available too, presumably. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I I hope that Sony is able to ramp up production on these, and that this whole shortage can just end soon i mean it's ridiculous right now if you want to build a new gaming pc if you want a new console you're you're either going to have to yeah you you need a a ridiculous amount of luck i have not seen an xbox series x or a playstation 5 on shelves in a store since they came out at all Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and they're selling online within seconds i mean i'm annoyed by the metroid thing but god i can't imagine not having access to a console like just not being able to get it that would right would drive me crazy i saw one of our oh, patrons yeah. i was ready to give up at a certain point and i know a lot of people in our audience audience know how that goes it sucks especially when i'm sure i'd be going insane if i did not have a ps5 and everybody's extolling the virtues of ratchet and clank and i can't play it yeah yep. yeah it's, it's getting yeah. so tiring with the scalper situation you can't buy anything anymore without having to worry about okay it goes up at this time i better be there right on the dot or it's gone in a minute mm-hmm. yep Sucks. exactly i i hope that something happens i'm i'm not gonna hold my breath though unfortunately um yeah it, it would be nice if if everybody that wants a ps5 could get one uh yeah but i mean i i I wish there was a way to mitigate sales from bots that didn't include forcing people to pay more money. That, exactly. that seems like a really yeah. shitty way to do it. Like, yeah. I mean, I know that, um, you know, other YouTubers have, have created systems that supposedly are unbeatable by bots and stuff like that. But I mean, there's not enough stock to go around to begin with. Anyway, I do. <laughs> the last thing I want to do is end this show on a sad note. So I'm going to put something on the screen that makes me happy. Yeah, I saw this. I'm like, I got to show this to Steve. Hell yeah. And I'm yeah. so glad you did. Uh, this so this awesome. comes from the Yakuza guy on Twitter. And uh, basically in Lost Judgment, uh, Yagami gets a Sega Master System for his detective <laughs> hey! agency. And you can play so cool. retro ass Sega games. Uh, the one pictured on the screen right now, for those of you that don't know, is Alex Kidd. It's one of the very first video games I ever played. And so just knowing that that's going to be in Lost Judgment makes me even more hype for this game that I was already going to play anyway. Um, same, I, same. I did, however, spot something very interesting in the trailer. And that is. Uh, that I watched the trailer and they specifically refer to the console as the Sega Master System. What's interesting about that is that it did not release in Japan initially as the Sega Master System. It released as the Sega Mark III and it was white. Hmm, and that's it, had, right. it, it had a completely different design. I have a Mark III in my garage. Nice. Because I'm huh. old. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but I did grow up with the, you know, obviously the North American Sega Master System that. Hopefully, folks in our audience know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it is interesting to me because as far as I'm aware, the Sega Master System only released as such in Japan as like a a variant at the very end of the console's lifespan just to get unsold hardware moved. Um, and it stripped out the FM chip, which the uh, 
Japanese console is known for um, and, and brought it in line with the inferior American audio experience. Uh, <laughs> but but I, it, it delighted me to see this. This was just so fucking cool. Like it, it has the tacky like 80s American design with like it's all black and has like a grid pattern in burgundy for some reason on the front. Yeah, it is yeah. objectively one of the ugliest consoles ever made. But I right. have a strong affinity mm-hmm. for it because it's my first console. And, you know, I remember turning it on and hearing the little Sega jingle that would play every time <laughs> you started the console for some reason. Um, Just like the idea of like, you know, they've had arcades be a thing in these Yakuza games for a while now. And you know, now the, the yep. arcade games are kind of dying. It's cool that they're bringing in their old consoles and yeah, Master is. System is, I you know, mm-hmm. an obvious choice. Genesis, of course, will be there eventually. Dreamcast. Dreamcast would be cool. Oh, man. Saturn. 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 Imagine getting a Saturn be able to play Knights or Panzer Dragoon in Yakuza or whatever. Yeah. That'd be wild. It would be really nice. I'm... It is interesting because Judgment takes place in, like, the modern day era, so they could have gone with a newer console, but I'm just happy to see the Master System get some love. Uh, You know, it's just a nice little bonus for old folks like me that grew up with this thing. Uh... So yeah, that that is my uh, that is that is a nice little way to end the show for me. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate you rounding <laughs> yeah. that up at the very end. Yeah, a good uh, way really to, hyped to... for Lost Judgment. Yeah, man, it it looks so good. I cannot wait to see where the story goes from here. But I feel like Damn. I need to finish Like a Dragon before because you go oh, to Yokohama and Lost Judgment. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, right now, I still I'm, need to get back to that after finishing uh, Rift Apart. I'm and, doing. Uh, and I'm, stuff. I'm playing through all the Yakuza games right now, like one nice. through six and then seven. And I also beat Judgment. And I said before, I'm a big Ace Attorney fan, and it kind of combined those elements with Yakuza, which is already amazing. Just makes an awesome combination. I can't wait mm-hmm. to play Lost Judgment. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, for you, Narukami, asking in our chat, Lost Judgment will have a dub. Uh, Judgment did as well. Uh, they got a wonderfully talented group of English voice actors to do it, and it's got dual audio, yeah. Um, anyway, that wraps up all the news for today. Uh, but before we sign off, my friend, uh, where can we find you? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shad, let us know where uh, our amazing audience can find you, man. And all right, Mega Man and platformer coverage. I find me on YouTube at Jadarock ZX. I do Mega Man news and Mega Man gameplay. Uh, I also cover NT Creates games like Blaster Master Zero we mentioned earlier. Ooh. Hype! Yeah, uh, yeah, and you can also find me on Twitter at Shadowrock X. I couldn't use ZX because someone took that handle already. We know that handle too well. Yeah. 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 GVG official. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for having me, guys. It's it's a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, man. We'd love to have you back when some real Mega Man news actually drops. Heck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, next time time there's a Mega Man announcement, we got to have you on. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much. If if you're not subscribed to Shadow Rock, please, please go do that. It would mean the world, yes. not just to him, but to us as well. Um, and Steve, before you get to the outro really quick, I just want to hype up something regarding our next episode on Monday. Uh, yes. Two things, actually. For, well, three things. First of all, it's episode 100. How Ooh, is it already going to be episode 100 nice. on Monday? That's incredible. Uh, and this is just a serendipitous occasion. But it turns out that uh, our very good friend Greg Miller of Kind of Funny is joining us for episode 100 
on Monday, which is awesome. So Greg is amazing. He's hilarious. Great guy. Come join us for that. He's going to be an amazing guest. I know it. Also, our incredibly generous GVG community member, Rob Arman X, has actually seen fit for the occasion to buy two codes for Mario and Rabbids and the season pass. Two codes oh, wow. each. Uh, wow. to give away to two GVG community members on the show. So we're going to be doing something with the live audience chat where we give away two codes for Mario and Rabbids and the season pass in the live audience chat. And uh, Steve, I know you can tell our amazing audience where they can get into this live audience goodness via our Patreon. But I just did want to, I wanted to go ahead and hype that up. So look forward to that. And thank you, Rob Arman X. That's right. Yeah. Thank thank you. I did not know that. So that's amazing. Yeah, me either. Come back yeah. Monday for episode 100. <laughs> Greg Miller, free games. I mean, what more could you want? Uh, exactly. Anyway, like I, like I said, that brings us to the end of today's news. Uh, but before we sign off, we have to give an extra special thank you to our friends at the uh, producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen. We could not do this without you guys. Uh, Y'all support means the world to us. It is... Uh, this, this ain't an easy thing to do for 100 episodes, or 99 <laughs> no, in this case. Not. Uh, oh. But your guys' support has made that possible. We There are days where I feel like I can't possibly do this, and then I remember all y'all are waiting for us. Uh, we have to give an extra special thank you, of course, and as always, to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks are Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Idiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octo Puppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Aiko Carroll, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, get better soon, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Absolutely. Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Emerald, Azran127. Kenrule09, Pagrema, Jake Pelka, Geller, Shiny Turkey, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shamix, Andrew Medeiros, Orem M, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Crit Monker, The Legend of Groose, Eddie oh, B, yeah. Kayed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Deaneth, Coda, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hoobie, Wolf X Blake, Moon Macarons, Askron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, My Mom, Hi Mom, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Darik, Jeff Ed, Ray Clausen Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, Mega Conrad, Hulkamaniac, Chibi J, and finally, our newest executive producer. Thank you so much for joining. The Danimals Monkey himself, Bongo Lover. <laughs> that is that is a Hell long yeah. list and we Ooh. will always be happy to read mm-hmm. it but you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gv gaming where for as little as five dollars a month you can join our live audience tier and check out our patron exclusive post show which we're headed to in just a moment 
Uh, but if you want to just, if you can support us anyway, we would appreciate it. A like and a subscribe helps the channel out a ton. We appreciate you no matter what. Just thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And we will see you, well, if you're a patron, in just a few minutes. Otherwise, we'll see you yes. Monday for episode 100 <laughs> with Greg Miller. And if you're listening on podcast services around the world, well, we're already done for the night, but we appreciate you listening. <laughs> Until next time, everybody, good night and good vibes. Bye, Bye, Bye everyone. everyone, guys. Rock on. Rock on. Yeah. <laughs>